Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of February 6, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. And I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff this week, so let's jump right in. And uh, we will kick things off with some trailers. And we actually got a trailer this week for a new uh, Resident Evil animated movie. Uh, they're still they're still making those, apparently. Um, <laughs> so Resident Evil Death Island is coming this summer. Um, no definite release date yet, but sometime this summer. And uh, it is a sequel to Resident Evil Vendetta, if you saw that one. And it is it's it's Leon, Chris, and it, it definitely looks like Jill as well. And uh, there's some bad stuff going down in Alcatraz. There's zombies in Alcatraz, so they all apparently have to head there and try to figure out what's going on. Uh, looks like there's like a giant like zombie shark at, at some point. So it seems like hopefully hopefully it'll be fun. Hopefully it's better than uh, Infinite Darkness, which was pretty terrible. Yeah, I think you did. You watch a lot of it. I, I saw that whole thing, like the, that whole quote unquote series that was like literally just like a movie broken up into four parts. And I got like one episode in and I was I tapped out once it was like U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan yeah. and zombies. And I was like, what is it was, happening? It was so much filler. It was just like what? Like this is just like <laughs> nothing. Like There's nothing like. Cause like, and that was, it was such a bait switch too. Cause it was like, oh man, zombies in the White House. That's like literally like the first like five minutes of the first episode, and that's and like, they never go back to that. Yeah. And like, it doesn't tie into anything, right? It's sort of like a standalone story. No, I mean, the only yeah, it was just, yeah, it's just like, I guess I guess this is like pre like this is how Leon four? becomes like the president's main guy or something. Yeah, it's before four. Yeah. And then... It has nothing to do with, like, the and then, other movies. And then, like, I think, it, was Claire working for, like, whatever company she was working for in, like, the later games, too, in that one? Like, whatever BioCell or TrueCell or whatever the hell that company is that she works for? Like, that charity group or whatever? Or, right, or right, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that I think she, like, works for, like, a, some sort of, like, in, like, the later movies and, like, the later games. Like, if she shows up, she's like, works for, like, some sort of, like, non nonprofit or something. You know, I still didn't play Resident Evil Revelations 2, but I also heard that's non-canon now. Mm-hmm. I know, like, some of the CG stuff sort of takes place between games or after games. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, like around, like, 5 and 6, I think, a lot of the, like, the movies are, like, kind of either before or, like, between or around that time period that a lot of these movies are, is what the CG movies take place in. I think this is, and then especially when you take a Resident Evil movie and you put it in San Francisco, and you basically are making The Rock with zombies. Yeah, which hope, hopefully it's not another base. I mean, the whole movie's called Death Island, so hopefully it's not like a, it's not like, oh, the first five minutes is Alcatraz, and we're like off to some other place for like the rest of the movie. And then we're just in a lab somewhere in yeah. some foreign country. I'm just thinking, like, I hope they explain that they can't just blow up that island like if there's a vip or something in that i don't know tour like <laughs> that, that is in part of you know does the president go to alcatraz to see it or something and then a, a zombie outbreak was there 
You guys, I mean, no offense to the people that are there. It is easy to blow the Alcatraz if it's got like a bio problem. Mm-hmm. So I guess so. So Vendetta, which is like this, this one's like the sequel to, um, was between six and seven. So I guess this is this, this one also takes place between six and seven. I guess. Alright. I, 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 I thought I saw people talking too, like, I, like this this might be like the first time that, like, Jill and Leon are in, like, in a thing together. Like, they've never, like, even, like, <laughs> interacted. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they never knew about each other. Like, the, mm-hmm. I think it's like they're, they're in the same city during Resident Evil 2 and 3. Yeah. But Jill, like, leaves, and then Leon just goes another direction, and then uh, even their other connection, I guess there's no reason for them to hang out or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, and 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 Jill also in the trailer, like the, like the brief glimpse we get of her in the trailer, like she looks like like straight up like the RE3 remake Jill. So I don't know, I don't know if that like I guess they're like using that is like flashback is it? <laughs> she just is doing a really good hair and skin regimen. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if like because I, I know like the for Infinite Darkness I know they got like uh, whoever whoever does the voices for Leon and Claire in like the in R2 remake they did the voices for that movie or series so uh, I'm not but I don't I don't know if they like it said who's gonna be doing the voices for uh, Death Island but but yeah it'll, so it'll be yeah so then the summer. Um, is when it's coming out, so we'll have to keep an eye out. It's not gonna be like a, it's, I, don't, I don't, I think it's gonna be like a normal, it's gonna be like a DVD, like a, it's not gonna be like a Netflix thing or anything. Like it's not gonna be like, like Infinite Darkness, uh, like Netflix exclusive. I think it's gonna be like more like the the other previous ones where it's like like you know Blu-ray, DVD, v- VOD, digital, that kind of release. Yeah, like a like an actual uh, standalone product, mm-hmm. and that's something that's tied into the streaming. But uh, something that is coming to Netflix is the new Luther movie. So Interstellar was back as John Luther. Uh, we're getting Luther, the Fallen Son, in uh, March this year. It's actually, actually, it's going to be in in theaters, limited theaters, in February, and then uh, it'll be on Netflix on March 10th. But uh, yeah, this the, the, the continuation of the uh, series. Um, and Luther is, uh, I guess, at the beginning of this, at the beginning of the movie, he is uh, in jail and he and he breaks out, and he basically goes rogue because there's a new serial killer terrorizing London, played by Andy Circus. And so Luther has to like figure out, has to stop, like stop him before like before he like uh, can like kill too many people. But it looks like he like it looks like Andy Circus definitely kills I tell a lot of people, <laughs> and like. Uh, like he he, he kind of, any any kind of seems, seems like he's like a like a cyber jigsaw or something like he's like a cyber criminal but he's also a serial killer he's like doing a lot of like uh like LED projections but also like murdering people but like like by like hanging them and burning them alive and stuff yeah like old biblical shit he's got going on with technology but, yeah mixed with like like oh like like a like an LED mask on someone or like a like a digital billboard he's like hacking but yeah so luther has, to, luther, luther has to track him down and he's also has to like avoid being captured by like his like old like cop 
allies who are like they're, they're after him because he like he's to them he's a criminal now because he escaped from jail. Well, like they don't explain why he's in jail. He's just in jail. I I think that's I I, I haven't seen. Have you seen like season five or four of Luther? I I I feel like I need to go. I feel like I need to go back and just watch all of Luther again because like I I think I, I think I watched up to the season three and I just didn't get around to like four and five. I watched four. That was the one. Like four was really different because it was like sort of like this like all right this might be Luther's last case thing. Yeah. And then five I think was like hey it's what's her face back from the series and now she's like evil again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, Ruth Wilson. Yeah. And then yeah this picks up after that. But I thought like I didn't I I just like like I. I, I heard of it. I didn't really see it because I kind of want to sit down and watch it myself too. Yeah. But I thought that was a good send off, but then I'm like, then they're just like straight up just continuing it. Yeah. Well, the weird thing too is like Luther, the, Luther, the actual series on Hulu, and then this movie's going to be on Netflix. Like, huh. do you think, do you think Netflix would have like, if they're doing like a Luther movie, they would have like the rights to like the actual Luther series. But yeah, I, I checked, I checked it's on Hulu. I'm also thinking Netflix just has probably the distribution rights to it, but it's still like a BBC product. Yeah, it's got to be like a it's got to be like a joint like BBC uh, joint with with Netflix. And I think they just have probably the the streaming rights here, but I think if you change it on the country, it's just like whatever. Well, they have streaming. I think Hulu, Hulu doesn't exist in U- the UK, right? No, I think a, a lot of a lot of stuff that's on Hulu here. Is on like I think internationally there's like a it's like it's called Star is like the service that has like a lot of that stuff. It's yeah, part, it's, it's, okay. it's part of Disney Plus. It's like it's like you know how like Disney Plus is like National Geographic, Pixar, like those hubs. I think there's a hub called Star in like the international Disney Plus, and that's where you like go to like get like all like the Fox shows and like the FX shows and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, Luther Fallen Son looks pretty looks pretty good. Looks like typical like classic Luther. Uh, you know, he's angry, angry, just about running around London trying to stop a serial killer. So yeah, I think I think I think I think I might try to like just like catch up again before this comes out. <laughs> just like rewatch like the because it's I mean because it's, it's only like each season of Luther is like. What three episodes, four episodes each? So it's not that. Yeah, it's, it's not, not hard. It's, it's not that hard. Yeah, I mean they're they're longer than normal. Like each episode is like is like over an hour long, or like close to like an hour and a half maybe. But like it's still only like four episodes a season. Only thing I I uh, have a question for is like by the time we want to watch it, is this uh, it's gonna be at least on one stream platform or another, or it's gonna be some bizarre like now it's on Tubi. <laughs> Yeah. Peacock has all of Luther. <laughs> but you gotta pay a premium to see it. Yeah. But yeah, Luther coming in in February slash March, uh you can check out you can get the return of Luther's bet uh and uh speaking of stuff coming back, uh some crazy news. I think late breaking right before like Sort sort of before we uh, start recording, or it was, I think it's more like this afternoon, but I just saw it like pretty much before we uh, start recording. But like, uh, we're getting a new Spartacus show. 
like like stars Spartacus. Um, so Stephen S. Knight is coming back. He's gonna make a new uh, sequel series that picks up after the last season of uh, Spartacus, and it's gonna be a like a new a new tale in uh, ancient Rome. So I, I obviously if like if you saw the final season of Spartacus, it's not gonna start Spartacus. Uh, <laughs> and or like are most of the characters from Spartacus. It's gonna be like a whole new cast of characters. But uh, no, why even call it Spartacus at that point? It should be called something else. I don't I don't know what they're calling. I, I mean I think they, I think they have to call it Spartacus just because like that's like the brand. But it's probably gonna be like, it's probably gonna be like Spartacus colon something. But yeah, uh, it's but, but, but yeah, it's not it's not gonna be uh, <laughs> starring Spartacus or anybody. Although I feel, I feel like a couple people made it out, like uh, I think I think I think my boy Gannicus might have made it out, like because like I think he was like he like he like saw them all on like the road at the end, of, like everyone, when they're all being crucified, and he was just like, I will like 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 go in, go in peace, brother, or whatever, like. I don't know. Like first, I didn't finish the last season. Uh, I kind of I know what happens by just watching Spartacus, like the actual movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I mean, it, it's yeah. It, it's all it's all great. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, so I'm like, I'll watch it just to kind of catch up on the story. It's cool that they're making more because I feel like that show, that genre, was before its time. Like it was Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones was, was like big. And that sword and sandal, that gladiator brutality, like, there wasn't too many shows like that. Uh, but I think, like, shows like Vikings and, and like, yeah. I don't know, uh, Rome helped kind of bring back that. Well, well, Spart- well Spartacus <laughs> was, like, really interesting because it was, like, they really, like, lead into, like, the gore and, like, the, like, sex and the tits and everything in the first couple episodes and then but then it's like oh but now here's we're actually like developing characters like they're actually characters with like interesting stories going on but it, i mean it was, it was still it was still like super crazy violence like the whole show but like you actually like they actually like they actually like it was like oh i actually care about these characters so <laughs> like what's going on yeah, because it, it, the it's first... Not, it's not, it's not it, just all it, spectacle. Like Right, right. If you see the first two episodes, you might just be like, wow, it's like, it's like 300 knockoff. It's yes. very, like... They've re- they really lean into, like, the 300-ness of it. Yeah, the slow-mo, the Zack Schneider action shots. But yeah. I think by, like, halfway through season one, it really becomes its own thing. Like, you, you care about the characters. Surprisingly, Jai Courtney... Yeah, that was that's good. that's that's like that was like a huge turning point of like because like you actually like really like like Jai Courtney's character and then it's just like that whole thing of like you you two have to fight each other to death like just for our amusement like <laughs> yeah and then you learn really about like the um the the hierarchy the the barbarians or not the, the gladiator stories between them yeah. I think, like, I like season two, the one where it's, like, a prequel series. Yeah, because it was first season, then, unfortunately, Andy Whitfield, who played Spartacus, got cancer and passed away. But they they thought he they thought he might be able to, because they, they were, at the time, they were like, oh, maybe he'll uh, be able to, like, fight, fight it and come back. So they did, like, yeah, they did, like, the prequel, like, the season that focused on Gannicus, and then... 
obviously, then Lee, Mac- Lee McIntyre had to take over. And then, was, then we had like the last like the last two seasons, Vengeance right. and War of the Dam. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Um, definitely the learning more about the story kind of helps because like the prequel series really gives that now like re-enrichment of the story. So when you rewatch season one again, it's like you you kind of more aware about the subtleties and sort of like where the relationships devolve further. Yeah. Uh, three was good. Three was like different because it, it's like a whole different setting. They're no longer bound by like uh, the slave master balance. Yeah, the, the last two seasons are like are like are like war like it's like war stories because like it's like the like Gladiator Rebellion is like up against like the legions. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely I'm definitely super interested to see like what a new one would be, um, a new like kind of series set in that world. And it will it will be at Stars. It's gonna be like a, it'll be another Stars show. Um, and obviously super super very very super early on. There's like not like no casting, no <laughs> premise. It's just, it's gonna be just all we know is it's gonna be like post uh, the final season of Spartacus. So it's also interesting too because like Peacock is also like developing their their own like gladiator show like uh, I think it's called like for those about to die. Dark title. All right. I think I think it's based on like a like a book like so, like a like a nonfiction kind of like book about like gladiators and like all like like how, like it's it was uh like you know, like an historical like nonfiction book. But it's yeah it's it's gonna be like it, it's gonna be like in like the Coliseum and like a lot of like. Uh, you know, like the like behind the scenes of the Coliseum and like the writers that fight in the Coliseum and stuff like that. Yeah, I get it. It's just it, like it's a it, strong title. And I think Anthony Hopkins is like the emperor. He's gonna like like I think I think he's like uh I can't remember what emperor he's playing, but like he's playing one of the like the like Roman emperors. Who needs like who needs like like have have the games like kind of like distract everyone from like all, everyone trying like try to take him down because <laughs> he's like. Because he's like obviously older, and he's like, uh, there's like a lot of like younger like senators and stuff that want to take him, like want to like take his power. So he like he puts, he puts he's putting on like these like this like series of games like get the people on his side. I mean, it's a smart tactics what the so Romans that, actually did. So that so that's coming to, that, that's coming soon too. Like so like we might we might get like competing like Roman gladiator shows. <laughs> If they were ballsy, they would do like a neuro uh, show or um, Caligula. Oh God, yeah. But uh, yeah, so so we'll yes, yeah, so we'll see how both those shows what what uh what develops. I mean, the the Peacock show definitely like it was it was already like under the shadow of Spartacus because Spartacus was like like the like the go to like gladiator show, obviously. Post since it came out, but now it's gonna like, but now this Peacock show might have to compete with an actual Spartacus show. So, but uh, other news, uh, we got some crazy news out of AMC this week. Um, so they announced a plan called Sightline at AMC that is gonna, it's it's actually starting off like if you're hearing this, it, it's in effect in New York, Chicago, and Kansas City this week, and and it'll like. And it's gonna, they're gonna roll it out to like all AMC's by the end of this year, but it, it's basically gonna be 
uh, depending on what seat you want, you're gonna have to, you might have to pay extra money for it. So there's gonna be three different tiers of seating. So standard standard sightline is gonna be like it's it's the normal ticket price as it is right now, but it's gonna be like the kind of like like side seats and like like not not the middle seats, but like the kind of like seats on like the edges of like the, the aisles. Um, and that's gonna be like the, like the normal ticket price as it is right now. Um, there's gonna be a value sightline, which is gonna be the front row, and there'll be a cheaper price. And then if you want those pre like prime middle seats, you have to pay extra uh, on top of like whatever the ticket price already is. But if you're an AMC Stubbs A list, then you don't have to you can you can uh, you don't have to pay for, like it's the the initial cost for the preferred sightline section is not uh you don't think you don't get charged for that. You can sit on like the nosebleed sections. <laughs> well, so like it's basically it's basically like like the the standard and the premium are basically like standard is like normal ticket price. You, you but then you 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 have to sit on like you can't sit in the middle. And then value is you're in the front row, but it's cheaper. And then premium is you gotta pay extra for to be in like the the middle 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 rows, middle seats. And they're basically they're basically saying it's like, oh, we're we're trying to like emulate like like concerts and like Broadway pl- sporting events and like Broadway shows already do this, so we're just trying to like bring that bring that to like moviegoers and offer them like a, a variety of options. But it, I, I feel like this is like this is like a terrible idea. This is like a ridiculous well, terrible I mean, idea. I think like the UK already does something like this. Like other countries treat going to the movies like an actual like stadium event. Yeah. It's not amazing because um, obviously I don't want to spend more money on a movie that basically kind of punishes me for being like getting there on time or something like that and it defeats like the purpose of going like of going to a like a hey like i got three few hours to kill i'll just go wander into this movie like you know an evening movie or just kind of sporadic just because you really have to like commit yourself to this movie you know it's like if for whatever yeah, yeah, reason you, you yeah, live yeah. in an area that's popular it's like obviously yeah it's like a class issue where everyone that has the money to just blow off on luxury items is just going to be like, whatever. But then it's like, Hey, like I just trying to stick to a budget and see this movie. Well, the thing is too, is like, like what if, what if you pay for like, this doesn't really count. Like it also doesn't count for like, if you pay for like these premium, if you're paying like extra for like these premium seats and then like some, some jackass is like still on their phone and like the front row or like the side seats, like, your, your your movie's still being ruined, and you're paying extra for it to be ruined. Like, oh, if like it's gonna be tested. Um, if I was like a dick, I would like put a laser pointer like from the shit seat I'm sitting like at that main group. Yeah, you know, just be like, haha, like <coughs> spend five more dollars than me. Well, also, also too, like I'm sure there's gonna be like. There's gonna be like people who are just oblivious, or like they're gonna pay for like, I'm, well, I'm gonna pay for a value seat and I'm gonna sit in the middle seat, and then if they don't stop me, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, like, then who cares? Like, like they, they, this, this, this is gonna need like very high like usher enforcement of like make sure people like make sure the people who pay for the premium seats are in their premium seats. Make sure like, uh, like 
no one's like talking or like on their phones or like doing anything like well, it's crazy. If you go to like an AMC, the seats now are like numbered and ordered. Yeah. Um, and usually like, I, I mean, again, it was going in movie theater directions where before it was like a free for all, you know, just get there first and good luck. Mm-hmm. And then when you could pre-order your tickets and pick your seats, that was like a big thing for like early 2000 movie theater viewing. Like I, I was like, I would spend the extra dollar to go to the nice theater in town to have that luxury. So I need to like get there and really kind of like suss out the situation. Um, but I guess it's that same mentality. Like, I mean, it, there's sort of like, I can see both sides, right? Like I can see how the person who wants like the best viewing and has the extra cash and would rather spend it is going to, uh, appreciate that movie regardless right like you know like they're gonna like see the movie they're gonna send the best seat like that's their goal well they'll be excited for it but i imagine the people who just like don't give a shit and sit wherever they sit like they're all they were always gonna be like that you know i know it's gonna turn off a few people but it's not like these same people are like are so massive that like it's gonna ruin the business model yeah, it's going to feel shitty, but I feel like that just proves that people who go to the movies, like, they like going to the movies. Like, they're going to do this regardless, you know? Like, the they will pay for whatever to get, get to the movies. But it makes things like a movie pass actually worth it now. Or just premium which, which, membership. Which, yeah, yeah. Yeah, AMC, if you have AMC Stubbs A-list, then you can, you basically... You're not gonna be charged extra for like the the premium seats. Is you pay just you keep paying the normal price or like the uh, subscription price, whatever you're paying. It, it sort of it's a gotcha because I feel like yeah, you shouldn't be. I feel like if you're loyal to keep going to the same AMC and you're just kind of hanging around like your town, you don't want to like you don't have like a lot of options. It's not so bad, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. It's like I'm trying to think how many movies that came out this year that like I saw in theaters and it's just like two I think I saw in theaters like <laughs> Doctor Strange like Marvel movies I'll see in theaters if it's like okay I have to see this or if it's a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, that, I'm I feel very like patient. I feel like also like they also really really need to like get this out to, like messaging wise because there's gonna be a ton of people would like show up and like like. You know, they show up and they're like picking their seats for like the the show or whatever. It's like the middle seat, and then the person, the, like the ticket person, is like, "Oh, that'd be an extra five dollars." Like, what the? What are you talking about? For extra five dollars? <laughs> like, it's be like a lot of people are like that are not aware of this at all, and they're sort of like, they're gonna be like, like super pissed probably about like getting charged oh, yeah. extra for like the middle seats and stuff. It's it's it could this could turn like a like a PR disaster for them if they're not like really like getting like making make sure everyone knows this is happening and like enforcing it and like <laughs> i can also see like i mean they're rolling it out only for like like premium hours so if it's like it's, two it, o'clock in the afternoon it's it's, 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 it's after, after 4 p.m so before 4 p.m it's just it's it's business as usual like however however amc works before 4 p.m. is going to stay that way. Like, it's probably, it's probably like, you know, matinee. You pick whatever seat you want. It's it's fine. But then after 4 p.m. is when this, like, sightline system starts. I'm also thinking, too, like, 
some people complain like it might be a kids thing where it's like if you go to a kids movie at like nine or like not nine but like you know like a six o'clock kids movie and you're bringing like five kids and it's like oh you're fine for premium seats now i can see that being a problem like that's the only thing I oh see. yeah mm-hmm. or or like what if you have like what if, what if you're like a family of five and then like there's only like if you don't want to pay for the premium seats but there's only like three seats on like the edge that you can like there's like it's like the like outer outer edge where like the standard seats are is it's like only like three or four so you can't you can't like all sit in the same row together or something that'd be like an issue too probably yep i can see that yeah well we'll just we'll just see i mean this, yeah this weekend is, is the first test it's gonna be like yeah s- select select amcs in new york chicago and kansas city are gonna have this going on so we'll see Uh, so we also uh, got some news this week that we are getting a uh, Spider-Man Noir series on Amazon on Prime, on Prime Video, a live-action uh, Spider-Man Noir series, uh, not not based on the the uh, Into the Spider-Verse Nicolas Cage version. It's going to be a new, like gritty, like uh, 1930s noir. It's it's not going to be a uh, it's not going to be a version of Peter Parker. It's going to be a total. A, a, a different a, a new character who's Spider-Man Noir in the 30s and it's being developed by uh Oren Uziel who directed uh or who who is is one of the develop like one of the guys behind in the Spider-Verse with like the with Lord Miller um and is 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 working on all those other like uh yeah the, the other like Spider-Man shows that are coming to to Amazon like the like the Silk show and stuff It's interesting that it's going to be a like Amazon product that could be yeah, having the show. Yeah, they're they're getting it. They're getting like a ton of like these this like whatever the, like the Sony Spider Verse stuff is coming to Amazon, and also like MGM Plus, which is which is like Amazon obviously owns the own MGM. So, oh, did MGM Plus get released yet? Is that like a service? Live? I think I think. Yeah, well, Ep- Epics turned into uh, uh, MGM Plus. So if you had Epics, you have I think you have like MGM Plus now. With Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the pluses. No, we joked about like last week where it's like, oh, what network was like show oh, like with Showtime like. Oh, Par- Paramount Paramount Plus with Showtime is what yeah. Showtime's gonna be now. And just like what? This oh, it's MGM Plus with Amazon Prime. I'm surprised. Like I don't have like a subscription to MGM Plus just from having a subscription to Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. That yeah, you you think that would be included or like a discount or something? Like you can add that to, like your Amazon channels or something for like five bucks or something like some sort of super cheap like if you have Amazon Prime. I don't I don't even know I don't even know what Epic's cost like I'm sure Epic's doesn't cost that or like MGM Plus doesn't cost that that much but anyway Spider Sp- Sp- Noir what do you think Chris a t- like a, a TV series exciting uh. You know, I'm a all fan Spider-Man things. Do you, I do you, do you think they'll do you think they'll like 
like go for it and make it black and white? It would be interesting if they do. Visually, I think it would be cool if they did. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you don't have to. It could be modern and it'd still be meaningful. Noir I think that, definitely looks better at black and white, though. I wonder, I wonder if they would like draw like Sin City comparisons of like, oh, they're just trying to like rip off Sin City or something. Like, I mean, you could, but it's been like so long that you could basically do it, and no one's gonna be like, oh. yeah, you know, like Sin, Sin City, like the last sequel was like 2014. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's trying to do that. I mean, when's the last black and white? show we had in a while. I yeah, there's a black and white thing in a like I'm trying to think of like last like big like black and white <laughs> like I mean just just like special edition just like special versions of like Mad Max Free Road and stuff. Like the black like was it the black and chrome edition or something? Yeah, but that's not like that was just like an option. It wasn't something they yeah. did in mind. And then, and like 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 the Snyderverse, like the like the black and white version of the Snyder, like the Justice League, which I still didn't see. The black and white version, or the just that movie in general. That movie in general, oh, the four-hour-long saga. You definitely need to watch that at some point because it's actually like it's actually it's actually good. But uh, yeah, we'll, this, uh, we'll have to see what's going on with the Spider-Man Noir show. It's uh, obviously this is also super early development. We don't really have any details uh, besides like the vague. It's going to be like its own universe and like not really. It's like that could be like Nicolas Cage version. Uh, it's going to be like its own a new character, alternate universe kind of like Spider-Man Noir. Um, and yeah, it'll be on Prime Video or MGM Plus or both or sometime in the, it's one of those in the near future. So we'll definitely have to keep an eye on all these like. Spider-Man stuff. So, so Sony's like really going all in on their like everything. Everything doesn't feature Spider like actual like normal Spider-Man is gonna be. Is we're, we're trying to make uh, stuff happen for. Her. And uh, we also this week got some news from Disney. They had their uh, Q1 earnings call where, where they. Uh, they had some bad news. They had, like they uh, have like cut 5.5 billion in like like uh, content costs and stuff. But the, and they lost. They had to cut 7,000 jobs. But uh, they're all, they're also making sequels to Frozen, Toy Story, and Zootopia. So we're getting like we're getting Frozen three, Toy Story five, and Zootopia two uh, in the near future here. Which I mean, all three of those are like some of their like they're like highest grossing franchises slash movies of, of all like in the like last decade or so so that makes sense if they want like they need to like get some more s- some funds going yeah they need to free some space uh i feel like utopia doesn't need to be a sequel i feel like a tv show would just be as good it- they, they just they just put out like shorts. There's like Zootopia shorts that are on Disney Plus that like like kind of like flush things out and like add some some like it's like side characters get get like a little episode or like the add some stuff to like Zootopia. But like yeah, I don't because yeah, Zootopia like a sequel. I don't know what they would uh where that would go. And I feel uh, like the story's pretty complete. You know, yeah. like 
He's not like there's gonna get another rabbit that needs to discover what it's like to be the first <laughs> rabbit cop. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure it would just be like, uh, like they would just be teaming up again for like a new, some sort of new case or something. And then, and then Toy Story is even like even more like like tricky. Like that, like Toy Story four, like that wrapped things up. <laughs> like, like I don't know, like we're like. Considering we're like we're like Woody is and stuff at the end of Toy Story Four, like how do you make a Toy Story Five? Like is is just like, hey guys, I'm back now. All right, <laughs> like. Well, you 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 make it set after the events of Wally, and <laughs> yeah. all the toys are just left on yep. Earth. Yep. And then I I, and I I didn't see Frozen Two, so I don't know. I don't I don't know if Frozen Two like like wrap things up in, in a, or left like left whatever like what else is there to explore i guess what, what i i know so i think it's i, I can tell you i can tell they you found, really they, well they, they found there's like another like there's like a northern kingdom or something they found or like they went to and then so like elsa's parents her mom like elsa and Anne's parents uh her mom was the like the queen or the princess of like another kingdom, the Northern Kingdom, that like yeah. they just they were more in tune with nature. Uh and then she fell in love with like, you know, the prince from the Elsa's kingdom, and then they uh like it's weird because like she just left. Like she she got out of that kingdom and then like, they never try to revisit that kingdom. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's very, like, you just have to go with it. Because uh, Elsa's parents didn't die when she was, like, a little girl. She died when she was, like, a teen. You know, like, you had 16 years to figure out how to solve your kingdom problems. Mm-hmm. Or more. You know, like, it's very weird. And what happened was, like, nature uh got pissed because that the two kingdoms were at war and it threw nature out of balance and nature's like this villain it's we there's no like real villain besides nature um <laughs> so and happening. El- yeah and then uh elsa like brings balance by like appeasing nature and making like the two armies like who at this point forgot about each other mm-hmm. uh, except for like two squads of enemies like still stuck in this like tri uh this like Bermuda Triangle but in between the kingdoms. Um they're able to solve the issue. And then Elsa becomes like the queen of that kingdom and then her sister becomes the new queen of the old kingdom. And then that just brings peace to nature. But yeah. let's not forget the fact that like her, their parents died because nature uh, killed, like, just destroyed the, sh- the ship that their parents were on. Mm-hmm. And then they don't bring up that fact. Like, it's very, like, it's like, oh, everything's at peace, and, well, you know, we did it. And it's like, wait, wait, nature murdered your parents, like, well, did, out of well, nowhere. Did they die, Chris, or did they end up in the jungle and gave birth to Tarzan? That's the There's that theory. Thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's really, like, Actually, no, no, no. I think, like, it's straight up, like, what happens is uh, Elsa is able to recreate memory through the power of water. 
So she's seeing like the last member, like the last instance of what happened under the ship. Like it, it sort of is like this bullshit like Batman detective mode, but it makes sense to sort of just cover up this plot hole. And the like the parents are in like this bow of the ship, and then she's able to recreate their last moments like in the ship. And it's like, yeah, no, they don't think they made it. You know, <laughs> like they straight up like drowned. Yeah. Um. And. Yeah, and, and then she's like, huh, that's weird. And, like, goes and sings a bunch of songs about being alone, and then nature's there for her, and then it's, like... It's, it's a weird, like, years later, now I'm thinking about it, it's like, oh, no, it's just, like, she decides to become the queen of this kingdom, and then her sister steps up and becomes the queen of that kingdom. And that's it. Like, they're just like, no, this will bring balance, because she also is able to, like, control her, like, learn more about her powers, and then it's not just, like ice and snow it's like nature now she can control nature itself but then also nature is the thing that killed her parents they then like you know it didn't make any goddamn sense so it sounds like like there's not really a lot lot, like it seems like there's not really a lot for them to like that was like left for like a sequel yeah like a threequel uh because i'm thinking like also i think like and got married too at the yeah, end. Yeah. There's like a lot, a lot of like, okay, then this happened, then this happened. So it's like, is it now? It's like Elsa's time to find a husband, and maybe I, I don't know. I feel like they, I feel like they gotta like bring in like some other like they, they gotta bring in like a fire person or something, like other people that have like elemental powers or something. Yeah, like you, you basically have to make everyone sort of a um, go, go full like last Airbender and have like the evil like fire dish or something show up. It's just like melting like the Elsa's like frozen kingdom. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Like you challenge this ice kingdom, this but then becomes like a nature kingdom. Like, yeah, you know, like it with some something else. Like it has to be you step it up. Like some other kingdom that you can think about now. Like industrialized and now they've got mechs or something <laughs> yes steampunk steampunk versus the frozen world yeah yeah so i could see that but that's more of just like anything they do with that is more for guys like it's not what the target audience is like for it's supposed to be for like princess girls and like the power of like believing yourself and like family yeah. But yeah, I, I, we'll have to see like on all three of these movies, like where they go with uh, the, the stories. Uh, it seems like def- some of them definitely seem more complete than others, and I don't know what the sequel's gonna do, but we'll, I guess we'll find out. And then uh, speaking of sequels, uh, last bit of news for this week is that we found out there's gonna be a a legacy sequel or legacy leg- legacy sequel for uh, I know what you did last summer. So, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prinze Jr. are, are going to come back for a, a new I Know What You Did Last Summer entry, uh, yeah, picking up the picking up the story from, like, the, whatever, like, was there, like, three of those? Like, it was, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, and then, like, there was, like, one more, I think. Uh, I think, wasn't there a TV show? Yeah, so the, the last, last kind of, like, thing we got was, like, there was, like, an Amazon Prime like reboot TV series, they got canceled after one season. Uh, but yeah, this new movie is going to be in like the you know on continuity of, like the original movies. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it sounds like it's going to be very scream esque, where it's like you know, like 
some of the original stars are back, and then like a like a, a but then like a new cast or like of like younger teens are gonna be uh getting picked off by like some sort of killer or something like the original movie, like the original ones. So yeah, the, yeah, the last the last movie was uh 2006, like for like the original like tri- like I know what you did trilogy. I don't. I'm not. I, I'm not up on my lore. Or like I, I, I really like. I didn't really pay attention to like that series too much. So, so I don't know. Like, I'm assuming. I'm assuming like Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Phillippe like died at some point in the series because they're not. They're it's, they're not coming back as far as we know for, for this new one. So. I mean, it's a place they're trying to get some of that scream. Money. That, that that that's the whole. Apparently, this whole thing was like because they, they, they uh they they saw how successful like. Screen 2022 was last year, and then there was like a, a new pitch uh, from the screenwriter of this movie, and then like they're like, uh, yeah, Sony was like, oh man, yeah, <laughs> let's do that, let's get some of that screen money. I mean, even milking it from the first movie and the second movie was a stretch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what there is. It like, oh, also that guy had a son too, or like, what's the thing? What's yeah, cause, the, yeah, because because like. The ki- like the killer and stuff in like that movie is like ghost ghostface makes sense because like anyone can be ghostface ghostface and you just mm-hmm. like, it's, it's it, it, there's like different motivations and it, it, it makes sense and this one's just like you, you just have to keep like adding like mm-hmm. people who know the person like the original person <laughs> constantly yeah but now it's like you can make it like an anthology where it's like people trying to hush a secret like a dirty secret and it doesn't necessarily have to be you know, the same killer or, like, people. I don't know. You know I'm trying to explain it well, where it's, like, it's kind of like Saw, where, like, it necess- doesn't have to be related. It's always, like, one giant, like, insane loophole that makes everything related to every movie and character. Like, everyone's got some binding tie. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, like, watch these people get into a crazy slasher situation. The killer himself doesn't have to be like related to the, the the previous person. It's just like I saw you do something. Now I'm trying to like murder you for it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta like, just, like be involved in like an accident. You have to like accidentally like run someone over or like kill, kill someone, and then it's like, did you actually kill them or is it, or did some yeah did someone see you do it and then they're, now they're like trying to like like force you to, like confess or like, kill you because they like they think you they think you like deserve justice or something. In the first movie, that guy, the killer, is legit, like, justified for yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he didn't care for, like, a mission. It's all right. He just was just, like, chasing after these people. But the second one where it's, like, the son of the guy that somehow was the same age and was able to weasel his way into the group. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, the... I think the TV show was like that. It was just like some. It was like the retelling of the first movie again. Yeah, but but more like uh, I I didn't see the Amazon show, but just based on the trailers, it seemed like more like it was like yeah the original movie, but like I I don't know Euphoria. It's more like uh like millennial like they're all like on they're all like social media and like it's like way more like you know what the kids are into like. 
apparently apparently the third one was like straight to video like the original third one and then like no, no one came back for that one I wonder if the, if the lore is the same. Is it the same killer? The guy with the hook and the like, the raincoat. I think the third was like basically. I, I think I think the third was basically a standalone. So I'm sure it seems like that one is probably not gonna, F, like, be referenced or. <laughs> it's probably this this new one's probably is just gonna be like a sequel to like the first two probably. Where it's like maybe a cousin of the main character, and she hears about the story, and now like the guy's after her. That you could do that, but then it doesn't make any sense why this like killer's after the cousin. It's kind of like Jaws, you know. It's like ah, I'm I'm back, and I'm pissed because you blew up another shark. Yeah, <laughs> Jaws, yeah, Jaws Revenge. Like because sharks, sharks, are, sharks are such social animals. <laughs> So it's just like, is it a, a league of like killer fishermen guys or whatever they were? Yeah. I don't know. But not but really yeah. excited for this. Obviously, I'm just sort of like, it's just pulling. It pull, it's really trying to milk the story, and it's like I feel like it's not much story. No, I think I I, I think I've only seen the first one, and then like and that was but like the second one's not bad in terms of sequels. It's very weak, but like. They sort of stretch the plot out, you know. Like well, the, they, well, the, they get enough. Well, the interesting thing too is like Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream, also wrote like I know you did last summer. The it's, first again, it's at least, not at least, a bad at, least at least the first he wrote the first one, then like he didn't he wasn't around for like the rest of them, but he he knew like hey, Scream yeah he's like Scream Scream is where my my. Bacon's yeah. be buttered, so like, I'm not well, okay, no, okay, this is why Scream is superior, just because you can you can stretch out the plot a lot more. Like it goes on and on. Yeah. Because seriously, the the plot is about this guy getting hit by a car and then getting pissed about it, which reasonable to get pissed about it. Yeah. What, what like where do you go from there? Where basically like spoiler alert, like his son tries to get revenge, he tries to get revenge. That's it. Like, unless you go up the family line where it's like, now it's like the mom and then like the sister. Like, who who else is going to take up the mantle? My brother's cousin's uncle's former roommates. Is that... Who heard about the story and decided now to take vengeance after 20 years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is, it's in development. We'll find out, I guess hopefully more info soon and uh see see if this can like match like the scream like a sequels probably probably not but we'll see <laughs> and uh that's it for news this week so why don't we jump into show and tell and uh chris did you watch anything over the last week or so here uh i guess we can talk about uh, i'll talk about watching superstore oh okay I know it's a little late. I, I, did I mention that? I think earlier. I don't, like, I don't think so. Well, I've been watching Superstore on the side. Okay. Uh, just to catch up on it and to see if this was like where the blockbuster TV show was going right or wrong. And it pretty much like it's pretty weird to think that like the guy who made Superstore then tried to make that Netflix blockbuster show, and they copy and paste certain things that just just scream like lazy. Mm-hmm. And Superstore is the superior like blockbuster show. Like if it, 
but they like it's weird because you feel like super blockbuster came first then he made superstore but it's like it's like a, a step backwards from where like superstore is um and the store is about you know this like uh like this walmart store yeah you know, walmart it's basically walmart but they call it cloud nine and it's run by like an eclectic cast of people and there's a main overarching story of this one guy and this girl and it's like will they won't they they have reasons not to um honestly it's like they're not good characters like they're not morally good like this they have lingering eyes they like the girl character is married and has a kid already and like it's sort of like the office where they sort of discover like you know hey you know we spend so much time together i think we belong to e- with each other I guess spoiler for like season five of this show. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's sort of like the first season as I'm seeing it as if this show was like new and no marketing. Yeah, it's kind of annoying where it's like the that's like the main two characters and then everyone else is like a fun background character. But the background characters are to me like the better parts. Like they're more like crazy and zany. And then there's even characters with just like no lines or it's like the people that go to the store. They'll do fun cutaways of just the people like at a retail shop just wrecking the place or doing something super bizarre or um just very relatable things that are now taken to the extreme. And it's it's fun. Like and again, when I look at Blockbuster, all the situations where if you actually go to Blockbuster and wait for a movie and the people working there, or just like the 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 like turbulence of just trying to rent a movie, like they just totally didn't get that right but it's like you understand how a rental store like a retail market works and you're able to stretch that for like seven seasons they were able to make this show seven or eight seasons long like superstore went out for a while mm-hmm. and then they just couldn't etch out two seasons of blockbuster and you still haven't seen blockbuster yet have you no i heard i mean it's, it's canceled i heard it was terrible so i'll probably never watch it's, it but <laughs> It's. I would say watch at least three episodes to kind of get a feel and understand what I'm talking about. Where it's like it feels like a early concept, and certain parts are okay. There's one episode I think particularly in Blockbuster where they go over like the history of movies and they talk about like critics and then like movie props and then like it's fun like actual movie things, and then they just never do that again. Like it's weird. It's like. A show about a show about a rental thing and trying to be like a like a museum of like a movie history and watching and like movie appreciation. It's it should be handled by the person that understands like how to tell a retail sitcom, and it's like you you change the formula way too much between these two shows. But you kept all the things of what you kept. You kept the shitty parts. Like it's weird. It, that's what I'm saying. Like it's in comparison. But my personal complaint is you basically see they they just keep merging characters um, from the two shows. Like instead of like kind of breaking up the tension or t- breaking up like character development into different people, they just cram it all into like five characters in the blockbuster show. So. Um, yeah, like I'm still gonna give it a chance. It's something to throw in the background, you know, watch with watch with a significant other. Uh but 
that was just like while well, it's comfort watching while I'm sick. You know, I, I think uh, we didn't mention me and Zach were sick this last week and mm-hmm. we just like we didn't want to watch anything too, <laughs> too crazy to analyze. But I ended up watching this like five episodes, like the first season of uh, Superstore and just like it ends in this funny note where if it never got a pick pick up for season two, it ends on a downer. It's it's funny because now that I know the show goes on, it's like I think it'll be very ballsy to be like, oh, and this is how it ends. Like basically everyone gets fired, and then that's it. But mm-hmm. Blockbuster, Blockbuster doesn't end like that exactly. But I kind of think it'd be funny if it did. Thinking, oh, let's just like recreate the same the same thing. It's just like, yeah, no, that's how it ended, and that's how mostly how mostly most Blockbusters ended. Uh, I'm also thinking like the real blockbuster uh, is still around, the like the last blockbuster. Yeah. And like their big release was like Morbius on DVD. <laughs> like and they were like promoting that. Yeah. But eh, uh gotta be watching that, but probably talking way less about it unless there's some weird comparison where it's like, no, holy shit, they just basically just replayed an episode of Blockbuster like in the show. These lazy son of a bitches. Mm-hmm. Uh on that, caught up with the latest episode of The Last of Us. And episode five is probably if you're here, this is up right now. It's up early right now because uh, of the Super Bowl. They want to compete. I, 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 I think it's still, still going to air like live on HBO on Sunday, but they put it out early on HBO Max to like avoid the Super Bowl so people can like watch it early. I think it's a smart but, move. Yeah, but. but yeah, but yeah. Episode four, another another like really smart, cool. Like it's it's that like it's. Obviously, based on like the section where like they're in, because in the game you end up in Pittsburgh, and there's like there's like the group called the Hunters, but you don't, you never like, you never really know like what who their leader is or what they're like. They're just kind of like just like, like kind of like random inta- like enemies you just have to like avoid. Um, but then here the here in the show they like add, I would say added like a a leader like Melanie Linsky is Kathleen who's like the their leader, and then, um. I think I can't. Is it? I can't. I'm not sure. It's if it's Tommy Pierce or what. Uh, her like her like main like henchman guy is who, he, the guy who played Tommy in the games. Oh, okay. But that's not because I'm like that's not Tommy and. No, I mean, lot, you know. yeah, it's a different character. Yeah, yeah, he's like Pierce. I think is his name. But yeah, definitely like you'll you'll yeah you only you only kind of get like a little like taste like of them in like this this first like I'm sure which I'm sure there's gonna be definitely like there's gonna be more uh in this episode five which we're which it is not is in the future for us we're recording this we have to, it's not available as of right now for us we're recording this but we'll, I'm sure we'll both watch it before next episode but or next podcast but yeah I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure we're gonna get like a lot more backstory and like info on them and then also like uh. Why they why they hate uh, like Henry and Sam so much? Yeah, these like two little kids. Yeah. Which were they two little kids in the game? I 
well, yeah, because like Henry, it was, it was yeah, the, the brother, they were brothers in the game, and then like, like, yeah, Joel and Ellie like ran into them in Pittsburgh. But yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's it's still it's still fantastic. Um, also, a great opening that's like shot for shot the cinematic from the game, mm-hmm. where like a guy comes out and it's like, "Oh, help me!" and Joel recognizes it as a trap. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot like the like like yeah, like the like fighting like that like get like gas station and then like uh like kind of like trying to hide through the city that that definitely that definitely captured like the feel of that section of the game uh what'd you think about like the the like bonding between the two like it feels very natural. I know in the game you spend more time together, but here, like in the show, yeah. it's only been like two days. But they've seen a lot of shit happening in the last two days, I guess. No, yeah, yeah, it's it's great. Like, yeah, Bella Ramsey's like like a, I love her like <laughs> like her her love of like this terrible pun book that they found she found and like all all the terrible jokes and yeah mm. like that like them like bonding the car. Because I'm just thinking, like, they had more time in, like, uh, what's-his-face's town. Like, that happened, like, they, they're spending, like, at least a day or two there. So that's why I'm, like, between those, that adventure and now, it's, like, mm-hmm. they literally just walked in that town, picked up supplies, and left. Yeah. Yeah, the, again... Very cool. The show is very like dramatic for the concept. Uh, not a lot of like zombie fighting. Like oh, I th- well, I think fighting. I mean they, like they obviously show that like 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 crater that's like full, like full of it's infected, or then like I think I think episode five when we when we see it like yeah, we're gonna. It's like yeah, it's gonna be like emergency day if like you're so poor, like the, the crazy like explode open like at, they they showed like they're like the like like the bloater infected like it's gonna be like there's gonna be like a ton of like like uh freaking like clickers and infected coming out of that hole this episode this episode five I think so. But yeah, uh, anything else, Chris? Uh. That that's about it. Um, yeah, not much this week. What about you? What have you been watching? Uh, I saw a couple things. So I'll keep in TV first. I saw the uh, speaking of HBO Max stuff. I saw the Harley Quinn's very problematic Valentine's Day special. I forgot uh, that came out already. Yeah, it, came, it actually came out today. When we're recording this. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's it's up right now on HBO Max. Uh, double double length episodes. It's it's, it's like it's forty. It's like a forty four minute special. Uh, so it's basically like 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 two normal episodes, and yeah, super 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 fun. Like everything you you expect so far from Harley Quinn. Like lots of like uh, there's kind of like three three main like little like subplots going on. Um, like like the main one is like Harley's trying to like he's trying to like have give Ivy like the best Valentine's Day because it's her first Valentine's day ever, and then she's like. 
totally goes overboard with it. Eventually, like, eventually all of her, like, like schemes and everything leads to, like, this, like, giant, like, magical orgy happening across Gotham. And then, like, um, because she goes to, like, Etrigan's, like, uh, the demon, he runs, like, a magic shop. But everyone just shows there for, like, sex stuff. So, like, Harley gets, like, this, like, uh, like, sex potion to use an ivy. And then, and then, the, one of the other plots is, like, Bane is, like, tr- tr- trying to find, like, because he's, like, by himself on Valentine's Day. And then, like, he, like, runs, like, a dominatrix who, like, because mist- it mistakes him for, like, being, like, a, like, her, her, like, like, Craigslist, like, partner for, like, to, like, 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 <laughs> like, dominate this guy. And then... They, they hit it off, and then Bane goes to, like, Etrigan's shop, and then gets, like, a, a penis-enlarging spell. But then he goes to, like, a giant, like, a kaiju-sized Bane, who's just, like, super horny, just running around, like, <laughs> fucking buildings. And then, like, Clayface, like, ends up, like, uh, goes to meet someone he, he meets online, and then, like, ends up getting, like, like split in half, and then, like, he falls in love with himself, basically. It's, like, his bottom half and his top half are, like, are two separate, like, Clayfaces, and they, like, are, like, have, in a relationship together. But they can't touch each other because if they, they touch each other, they'll, like, they'll fuse back into one clay face. Makes so, lot, lot, lots of fun stuff. Um, there's also like this, like, they kind of like sprinkle in like these, like, there's like these, like, interviews with like, like DC couples and they're like, they're, they like tell how they like, made each other. And like, it's all like, they like, really like dig into like the, like, some of the ridiculous, like, ways like, like, they, like, these couples meet or like, 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 like it's like Hawkman and Hawkgirl are trying to explain like how they met or like in their like relationship. It's just like, it's so ridiculously complicated. They can't really. It's just like, it, yeah, we like died a bunch of times, and uh, like we got, I, I, we're like thousands of years old, and I, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> like. But yeah, it, yeah, it's it's super fun. Like if you're a fan of Harley Quinn, it's 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 definitely worth checking out. And then it's 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 nice like stopgap until we get like full like season four, uh, hopefully in the near future here. I forgot why they decided to do like the special and not just make like make a new season. Yeah, I I, I don't know because like season four is on the way, so this is like like a dirty episode. They're like, let's just keep making it. Because <laughs> it's it's also weird too because I I feel like it doesn't really have a lot of like in there's well, not like I don't think there's anything here that will really like like roll into like next season because like it doesn't really it doesn't really address too much of like the like stuff that like they, they really like, wrapped up season three with as far as like 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 uh you know like all like like bat what happened to batman and like the bat family and stuff in the end of season three like they didn't really get into like any of that stuff in this episode so it's, it's so it, but so it's kind of it's kind of just its own like ridiculous standalone valentine's day special But uh, yeah, t- tons of fun. Like lots of lots of guest stars. Like John Stamos is Etrigan, which I didn't even realize. Until, like I saw the credits. I'm like, John Stamos was Etrigan. What? Was Etrigan saying full sentences or just like? He was. He was right. Etrigan always rhymes. So like, it, like he's is everything. He's, he's trying to like, sell like penis and large spells, but he's like rhyming everything and like trying to like also like sell. Like he's like, it's like. Buy the spell and y- y- your sex will be divine. It's also cost four forty nine ninety nine. Like he's he's like rhyming all of his like sales pitches and everything to like what he's trying to sell. I gotcha. And and, and everyone's, everyone's like commenting and I'm like, it's 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 creepier when you like rhyme things and you're like trying to sell me like it's like it's like weird sex spell. So, 
but yeah, definitely check that out if you're on HBO Max if you if you're a fan of Harley Quinn. And then I also finally saw uh, the movie Fall from last year, um, which is the it's it's the movie where like it like the two uh, women are trapped on top of that the like the TV tower. Oh yeah, yeah. They just climbed her for like no reason. Yeah. So so basic basic setup is like you have these two friends, Becky and Hunter, and before they climbed like the TV tower, like a year before they climbed the TV tower, uh, they're climbing like a cliff with Becky. It's th- those two, and then Becky's husband Dan, and Dan falls to his death off the cliff. And so basically for the, the next year, like Becky is just like depressed, like alcoholic, like it, like just like not shutting everyone out, and then uh, like. And then, like, her dad, who's played by Jeffrey D. Morgan, is, like, trying to, like, get to her and, like, be like, hey, you gotta, like, get, like, start living again. Like, get, like, yeah, like, shake this off. And then, but then eventually, like, like, uh, her friend Hunter comes back and Hunter has become, like, in the year since, like, the, the, this accident, she's become, like, a, like, a social media, like, YouTuber. Like, she's going all over, like, climbing, doing crazy stunts and doing, like, crazy, like, uh, like, YouTube videos and, like, where she's, like, climbing, like, cliffs and doing all sorts of like extreme stuff and so she has this she has this plan to climb this like this tv tower which is like i think at the time at one time it was like the highest structure in like north america it's it's like over 2,000 feet tall and then she basically convinces becky to come and like climb with her and then they'll like they'll scatter like dan's ashes at the top it's like and it's also like kind of like a therapy of like hey you got to face your fears and like we'll do this you you can like It'll be like, you know, you'll like, we'll get over this and like, you'll like move on and everything. And we'll also have this like really crazy adventure to, to talk about. So they climb, so they climb the tower and then it's, but because it's so like decrepit and rusty, like uh, when they get to the top, they're, when they try, so they, 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 they get to the top and then when they're trying to climb back down, the ladder that like goes down like the side of the tower breaks off so they're trapped at the top of the tower with like no it's like there's like 200 feet to like get down to like where there's more ta- there's more ladders to, but they only have like 50 feet of rope because they, they only had a rope between them so there's basically no way to get off the top of this tower they're like trapped up there um and so that's that's most it's it's very much in the vein of like open water or like buried or like one of those movies where it's like they, it, they're like tr- in this crazy situation they have to figure out how they're going to survive the situation and they actually they actually do a lot of like pretty smart like they're actually pretty smart characters they do a lot of, like actually like kind of smart like moves that you'd be like oh that's clever I would, I, I I I don't know if I would think of that or like that, that I hopefully I would think of that if I was trying that situation like they like if if they have no cell service at the top of the tower because they're so high up they're like, there's no cell service up there but then they they've realized like when they're climbing the tower what it's they did have cell, cell service at some point so that they try to like lower one of their phones down to a certain point where they, and then they, they like queue up like a, like an Instagram post. Cause like Hunter has like 60,000 followers. So she just queues up like a, a post of like, Hey, we're trying to top this tower called 911. And they try to lower it down as far as they can to see if they can like get a signal. And then when, when they don't get a signal, they, they figure out what they like drop it down in like one of their shoes and like pat, kind of pat it out with like socks and stuff mm-hmm. and try to drop it down. So like it, 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 they're hoping that somebody will like, if it gets down to like if it falls and then like gets service again maybe it'll, it'll send the like the message so yeah lots 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 of fun like macgyvering of like situate like trying to like, macgyver their way out and, like use with the, use like the super super limited resources they have to like try to get out of this 
It didn't, from the trailer, it didn't ever seem like that. It seemed like a bunch of women, like, screaming on top of this tower, like, and then, like, slipping somehow. Like, it was, uh, it, it's interesting that this movie actually shows you more than that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of, like, yeah, like, survival, like, trying to, like, yeah, like, oh, how, how the backpack is, like, just out of reach because it fell on like, this, like, set, like, radar dish that's, like, on the tower. How, how, how can we, get, like, get to it and, like, get our, like, our water, like, our, there's, like, a drone that they had, they brought with them. Um, and it also it also does a really good job of like on the under climb up. They do a lot. The, the movie does, it does a great job of like 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 foreshadowing and like like building up like the the dread of like you it will cut cut away to like a bolt falling off the tower or, like like I got I got a section like rattling or like uh showing a section that's like totally rusted through to show you how like they, like to, like decrepit and da- dangerous this tower is. It does it does get a little like. It, it it's the first like two thirds like is like kind of like realistic and smart and then like the last third like, kind of like there's like a there's like a twist that happens and there's like some other stuff that like it really gets it's like <coughs> it gets a little preposterous but it's still like it's still like it doesn't really really move or anything but like it definitely there's like a last third like there's like there's, there's some stuff that's like Okay, we're kind of pushing like realism or like uh, I didn't really expect this to happen in this movie, but but yeah, overall, overall, it, it, it's overall it's like it, it's a it's like a fun survival movie if you're like that. If you're like if you like open water and stuff like that, like it, it's it's a, it's worth it's worth checking out. And then the last thing I saw is I watched uh, Zero Dark Thirty on Peacock. Because I think I was, I think I watched like last week's Poker Face. I was like, I still on poker. I was still on Peacock. So I'm like, oh, what's on, what's on, uh, Peacock to watch? And uh, I, 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 I never seen Zero Dark Thirty. Wait, which one? Zero Dark Thirty. You've never seen it? No, I, I, I never saw it when it came out. I just never got around to watching it until now. So. I feel like I thought you did. That's why I was like, oh. No. <laughs> wow. I saw the Hurt Locker, but I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see Zero Dark Thirty. Um, it's good. Um, I think the funnest part of it, uh, now, I mean, it's not a fun, it's not a fun movie. It's like a serious drama, but like the fun part about it now is like seeing people just pop up randomly in it. Like fucking Scott Grillo, uh, Scott, Scott Atkins shows up for like one scene and gets blown up. <laughs> so it's like, oh, Scott Atkins is here. Oh no. <laughs> or like, or like Frank Riddle's in the background or like freaking like John Barrowman from like the Arrowverse is like, just like a CIA guy for like one scene. He's like, like passing and like, through. Yeah, like Mike Mike Coulter's in the background. Like, he's in that movie. Yeah, he's just he's just like one of the like he's like one of the random guys on the team for like for like the raid at the end. Or like James Gandolfini is the CIA director and stuff. Like it's like James Gandolfini's here. What? <laughs> and like Edgar Ramirez shows up for like a seat. Well, it's just like a, a ton of just like random guys just show up. For, like we're just, we're just like, oh man, it's that guy. But yeah, it, it 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 it's yeah, it's 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 a really well done movie. I mean, obviously, like it won Oscars and everything. And uh, Jessica Chastain is great. I feel I feel like this is like the I don't know if like I, I can't, I'm not sure like what she was up to before, but I feel like this is like the like movie they put like Jessica Chastain on like the map. Like this is like her like huge like breakout movie. Cause she cause she won like best she won like best actress for it and everything, and then that was like the, like. Like the big like Jessica Chastain like is here like kind of thing and then 
yeah, and then like the 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 whole like raid at the end is also like one of the, like one of the like coolest best like action sequences. Like it's it's like so so realistic and like like well done and like uh like the way it's edited, like the way it's shot, and everything is like is like super like super great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it also it also has um like I feel like Jason Clark Joel Edgerton is like a like weird like uh. Like, like which one is which? They're both in the same movie, so it's, but it's like they're like they're like a like which one is which kind of thing. It's like a Jessica Chastain, Bryce Dallas Howard thing of like, right? Like who is it? Is that Jason Clark or Joel Edgerton? Like which one? Which one is? Well, everyone's like I remember that movie was like green black. It's like no one's like in the sunlight for a while, like after the opening scene. Well, yeah, because like especially like the like the raid at the end is like all like there's like tons of like night vision going on and stuff, so. I was uh, Zero Dark Thirty, and then what's that movie with John Kaminsky? And it's like oh, uh, thir- thirteen hours. Thirteen hours. Yeah, I was confused those two. The, the Benghazi movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they came out around the same time, but Zero Dark Thirty was way more like uh, prestigious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's like Chris Pratt was like the breakout star in that one. Well, I think that was. That was probably like I think that was definitely like the first like I mean like Guardians and like all that stuff was like oh Chris Pratt is like an action star now but this is like I think this is like the first one like wait Chris Pratt's Chris Pratt's like a soldier what yeah <laughs> like Parks and Rec Chris Pratt what are you doing yeah. here Cause, cause, cause I think he got like he got in shape for this and Guardians, and then that then was the, but that was like like toward the end that was like there's still there's still there's still like three seasons of Parks and Rec left, and then they had to like come up with that whole explanation of like I think he's just like oh I stopped drinking beer, and then yeah, that's, that's the only explanation of like why he was like super thin in Parks and yeah. Rec now. But yeah, if you haven't seen Zero Dark Thirty, uh, it's not Peacock. I would say, yeah, check it out. It's 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 uh, interesting. Like it, uh, as far like if you want like some of like the you know like what went into like finding Osama bin Laden, and then but also has like some like cool Catherine Billigo like thriller aspects to it too. Like especially like especially that last like uh, compound raid and stuff. So yeah. Uh, I, 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 I definitely see like uh, like all the accolades, and uh, glad I finally checked it out. And uh, that's it for me this week. So we can wrap things up. Uh, definitely have a site. We got all of our usual stuff up there. We've got trailers, reviews, features, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can check out our uh commentary from last month. Uh, which was uh, where's the future? The crazy Chinese blockbuster. And I think this month we're doing uh, Bloodsport, right, Chris? Because it's the 35th anniversary of Bloodsport. Oh yeah. You get you gotta you gotta celebrate the Kumite if it's if it's celebrating anniversary. So yeah, later later this month uh, you can watch Bloodsport with us. And uh, yeah, head over head over site check all all the other stuff out. And uh, yeah, so that'll do it for this week's show. Uh, for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next time. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. 
You can also follow us on Twitter at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.